This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. A beautiful blend of kind of desperation, but also, you know, the universe just giving me what I needed and some wonderful synchronicities that I ended up on a retreat. Welcome to Series 2 of the One Year No Beer Podcast. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, then hit that button so you don't miss another episode. Just before we get started with today's interview, I just want to quickly mention one thing that Jen and I do every day. We were so lucky to come across this brand listening to podcasts just like this. And we are so proud to be sponsored by Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is literally one scoop of this all-round nutritional insurance, which is made up of no less than 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfoods, scientifically researched and blended together to support and improve energy recovery, immunity, and digestion. It's so easy. You just get down in the morning, plop open that glass, pour in your athletic greens, and pow, you are doing what you need in one scoop. If you want to join us, simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash O-Y-N-B and join the health experts, athletes, and health conscious go-getters around the world who are making a daily commitment to their health every day. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash O-Y-N-B. Now, don't forget the forward slash O-Y-N-B because this will entitle you to the special deal Athletic Greens have given out to our listeners. A year's supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs will take with you on the go. Once again, athleticgreens.com. Don't forget, O-Y-N-B. Now let's get started with the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the One Year No Beer podcast. My name is Ruri Fairbairns. Today I am your host on this episode. Today we are joined by Captain Cook's grand, 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 grand. No, no, I'm joking. <laughs> We're just Lie. having a little laugh about this before. <laughs> she could, may or may not be related to Captain Cook. I am related to Captain Cook, apparently, according to my grand. This is so we could be related. Tell everyone about your we're related. related. I see it. I see it. Oh yeah, it was. It's well, you know, everything's about me. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> today we are joined by Ella Cook. Ella is a wellness entrepreneur, passionate about personal growth and expansive experiences. So Ella went on a journey herself. She took some retreats for a personal discovery, and they changed her life over and over again. So, of course, it made sense for her to make it her business mission to help design and fill transformational, immersive experiences on and offline. 
Years later, through hours of facilitation, experience design, participation, and ultimately a laser focus on all things human transformation, we at One Year No Beer are extremely excited to be collaborating with Ella on our first ever retreat to bring you the most impactful, exciting experience we can. So thank you very much for coming on the show with us today. Ella, how are you? I'm really well, thank you. It's my pleasure. I always love hanging out with you. Super fun. So yeah, excited. <laughs> it is, it is, it is fun. It's been fun. Um, it's been a journey already, has it not? Um, yeah, an interesting yeah, journey. Um, so uh, a wonderful chap, John, introduced us probably four months ago, something like that, four or five yeah, months ago, like longer. Um, and um, we just kept ideating and ideating and ideating. And it was getting more and more and more exciting. And next minute you were all in <laughs> and you didn't even realize you were like, hang on a minute. How did I get here? I said, I said, I wouldn't mind giving you a little bit of help and steering. And now all of a sudden I'm all in. Yes. It's pretty on brand for um, me. Seems to be pretty on brand for you too. So <laughs> feels good. We're, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. It does feel good. Okay. Yeah. So Ella, give us a bit of backstory. Tell us how you got into um, retreats, your, your, your experience. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's been an interesting journey. You know, I think I've had my own version of eat, pray, love as I think most women, you know, I just turned 34 and I think there's a really interesting period around our thirties that, you know, everything gets called into question. And I definitely had my own experience of that. Um, I'm actually from Central Africa. I was born and raised there and I've kind of been an expat my whole life. I moved to the UK for a bit and then I was um, in Australia for a while. Uh, and I had a very like white picket fence life going on in Australia and, you know, escaping a lot of very intense sort of childhood, adolescent trauma. Um, I had just really wanted to create a little bit of a sense of safety for myself, you know, get a job, get a boyfriend, get a house, like really just check all the boxes that society had sort of asked me and of me and what I thought was expected. And I, I found myself um, actually nearly marrying somebody um, and climbing the corporate ladder very quickly, but sort of sitting at a, you know, a boardroom. Uh, in a boardroom at a table full of people whose jobs I didn't aspire to have. And I found myself at kind of a bit of a, a loss of going, mm, this isn't quite what I had planned. And, you know, it's not really seeming like it's um, very fulfilling. So very long story short, <laughs> I left the fiance, quit the job, sold all my stuff and decided that I wanted to go looking for something different. So I moved to Bali um, and, uh, very quickly, everything, you know, became unraveled as it does when you kind of chuck it all up in the air and see what lands. And, you know, I realized that despite all the countries I had been moving to, you know, I was still finding myself facing the same demons and the same battles. And I remember my friend so clearly said to me one day, he was like, you know, the common denominator here is you. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Oh, I've heard that many times, oh, yeah. Ella. I've heard that many times. <laughs> I was like, maybe I need to do some work on this one. You know, he's like, you left all your stuff and moved countries multiple times, but you see, you seem to be having similar experiences. And it, you know, it was a, it was a difficult thing to hear, but it was really what I needed to hear. And, um, you know, I did something mm. even more radical than what I'd done by leaving everything behind. I really stopped everything I was doing. You know, I stopped the business that I'd started. I, um, you know, decided not to, I had a, a contract going, you know, that I just, I said no to, and I really just gave myself some space. Uh, and I say gave, I, I really did find myself thrown into a fairly intense, low period, you know, of, of, you know, it was a bit of an existential crisis. And I call it, you know, my one of many dark nights of the soul, which we'll, we'll get into later. But I, I, I share all of this, because it was 
through a through a, a beautiful blend of kind of desperation but also you know the universe just giving me what i needed and some wonderful synchronicities that i ended up on a retreat in thailand and um mm. i'd gone there for for not no reasons not to go on a retreat but i you know had all this extra time and i you know found this this space and time and it'd been the first time i'd really been in an immersive space and it was life-changing every single day was life-changing every hour was life-changing and i i left mm. there you know it from from a really low melancholy very hopeless place to feeling absolutely clueless about what i was going to do moving forward but definitely feeling a sense of wholeness again you know and i connected with some practices that i'd never you know experienced before and i you know things like breath work and cold immersion and you know experience and, and, and you know i I'd even been playing with fire and like just some wild shit that <laughs> was like so far outside of my, you know, corporate life I've been living in, in, in Australia. And it didn't take me long to embrace, you know, the more sort of spiritual hippie side of things. I think I've always been that way at heart, but so there was definitely a part of me that came online during that experience, but I, I left only a week um, kind of going, wow, like, wow, wow, wow. And it was, you know, time and time and space that I that I had for myself that I wouldn't have got to spend in any other way had I had my normal life and so I mm. kind of became a little bit of a retreat junkie after that <laughs> and I just Brilliant. kept going on what because I had all this time and space and um you know that I created by leaving these these businesses behind and even though I knew I needed to eventually get back into work I was really just loving discovering things about myself and, and putting myself in the hands of you know different facilitators and practitioners and just really learning as much about myself as I could and what I loved was just connecting with so many amazing people too i was making so many friends everywhere i was going and the thing i loved yeah. personally most that, that was so impactful for me is i you know i wasn't showing up as a oh hi my name's ella and this is what i do i was like oh, i just blown up my whole life and left everything behind and i don't have anything to offer other than my lovely smile <laughs> it was just so, so fun to engage with yeah. people from that place of real innocence and a blank slate and you know i was just I, I went on about four experiences of various lengths and different kind of um dynamics and really came back with a sense of wow like group like tribe is is so important and you know mm. life is about experiences and um i actually started uh hosting my own women's circles after that i i i went to an, an experience and i ended up having the the official after party for this massive conference at my house i had like 150 people there it just all got shit got out of hand pretty quickly in all the right ways you know in all the right ways and I, from that, decided to start bringing people together and I started doing that on a regular basis and it grew and grew and grew. And I think, you know, um, it, it kind of all spiraled, but again, in the right ways, it was one of those things where you go, this is just supposed to be happening. And uh, so when it came to, you know, when I was feeling better about myself and good about life again, my health was on track. I had great habits. I was embracing, you know, living in the moment. I was just feeling really good. I, I had a look at okay, well, you know, I, what do I want to do with my business life now? What do I want to do? And what I've noticed is that there were a lot of amazing experiences kind of floating around, but there, but a lot of the people that were putting these experiences together were exhausted because they, they were finding it difficult to get their message out into the world, to attract the right people and to do it on a consistent basis. And, you know, I'm really yeah. passionate about messaging and about sharing that, uh, getting people, you know, attracting the right people to people's products. So I put two and two together and I went, I think I can really help the retreat space and I'm so passionate about it. And I think the biggest missing link there is just, you know, helping people to understand how to communicate some of the 
the powerful nuances yeah. of like why they might why they might have that transformation in relation to problems that they're experiencing Completely. in their day to day because it's hard like, it's a lot it's hard i mean i, I i've you is. see some reaction i mean john is a classic right i just don't understand why i would want to go to a different country with a whole bunch of strangers <laughs> i've never met and spend five days with them in one villa like and, and when you paint yeah. it the light you're like you're like yeah no that doesn't sound very appealing either and so, and so but it's not you know and that i, I guess that's where you've been so successful is in being able to clearly articulate the outcome for people and that's what people want they want the outcome and often Definitely. they don't necessarily want to go through the process or so the process can feel uncomfortable right take case in point of doing the one year no beer challenge does anyone actually really want to stop drinking right but they want the outcomes of stopping drinking they want to feel better mm -hmm. they don't want to feel the negatives etc 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 so very similar anyway carry on um uh, amazing no, totally. so this is why you 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 kicked into this area yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, it was very easy. You know, I thought, I thought, oh, let me just see if I can apply what I've learned and what I know about. Um, you know, I, I don't want to even call it marketing because it doesn't feel like that for me. But, but it is. You know, it's about messaging and about positioning and about ultimately about communication. How can I help? You know, how, let me see what happens here. And it was like first, first client that I took on in that space. I sold out two of his retreats in six weeks. That he was like you know, six weeks out wow. from running them, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, he was like, is this possible? And I went, you know what? I don't know, but let's give it a go. And it was like, it was like, I was like, oh, okay. Like this is really powerful. And this, that was so much fun for me to do that. Um, and, you know, he was like, oh my God, I have all this time back. And I was like, yeah, there's something really cool here. So I just took that, you know, and did it again and again and again. And I got to work with some absolutely amazing clients and I ended up working with a really big um, client actually that wasn't kind of planned, but um, it was uh, really cool in the sort of, um, in, in the, the uh, psychedelic therapy space. And really that, that was powerful because it was it really impactful. And I started to see how, you know, it, like really people can have these amazing products and these amazing experiences, but if they can't get them in front of the right people, it's just really, mm. it's, it, you know, it's the world is missing out. Um, and, and so, yeah, I dedicated the next couple of years to, to building my business around supporting those people and had an absolute blast and, uh, you know, ended up scaling that um, through building a school to teach people in the wellness space how to do this for themselves. Because there's only so many people that you can get involved with hands-on and do the work, right? When you, you've got, you know, I was running a small agency then, so I wanted to really scale that and, and bring that to people. And that was awesome. It's been the last, you know, two and a half years, um, about six months ago is kind of when I wound things down because what's been awesome about that is I've gotten to work with just the volume has increased so much, right? And I get to work with yeah. with people on right from the beginning, okay, what kind of experience do we want to design, whether it's online or offline or in a retreat mm. or, you know, bookended by a digital experience. That's what I helped the, the larger client do as well. We, we kind of built out these bigger programs because transformation starts the second that you say, it starts in the sales process. It starts the second someone says yes to themselves, you know, it's that yeah. whole experience and start to finish. And I love, I've worked in all sorts of niches and helped people choose niches, you know, people that come and go, I'm a, you know, whatever. And they end up working in something super specific and, and just helping to guide those. I've just had the privilege of watching so many businesses be successful. And the thing I've loved about that is just the, the, the number of people that these, you know, coaches and retreat leaders are now helping is, is huge. Um, and it's been a phenomenal awesome. journey. It's just like, yeah, really, yeah. really, really powerful. 
Amazing. And um, yeah, so I, I guess that all of that learning led you to this point of meeting me. No. <laughs> Where your, your destiny changed well, forever. Prepping, prepping <laughs> myself, up this. No, but it is an interesting intersection, right? Because I actually decided in, uh, earlier this year to take sabbatical. And, you know, I'd really built the business to a, a beautiful place with, with my business partner at the time. And I was just really feeling like some itchiness for change. And I'd gone through a few different versions of, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's difficult to, to run a, a successful business with a lot of people, you know, looking at you as leadership while you're still dealing with your own stuff as well. And I, I really, you know, I overcame an eating disorder. And, you know, I mean, I was, this is one thing we I really wanted to talk about today. I've had my own battles with, um, with, with compulsion and substance dependency. I've never been like a, you know, a, a drug addict like that. I wouldn't ever say I was like that kind of level, but I definitely have struggled with, you know, getting rid of one thing at a time, you know, like I used to drink a lot of alcohol. So I spent, I spent a year, um, sober. I did the one year, no beer, but without, yes. you know, really intending, no, I didn't have the, the guidance. I wish I had, that would have been wonderful. But I also spent a year celibate, you know, I, I, I quit smoking. I used to, you know, recreationally, you know, party in all sorts of ways. And I spent the last many years, like probably five years of my life, really filtering out like, what, what do I want to keep? What do I not? And, you know, it was interesting. Food was the last one for me. It was the final frontier, mm. like every, all the stuff that society deems as bad, right? Like they got, they got out the way and alcohol was definitely a huge part of that. But food, food was the last frontier for me really. Um, and it was the most painful journey. And I, I went, you know, I hired support and I, did the immersive experiences and I got the help and I, I got through it. And it's, you know, thankfully I, I'm in love with my body and food and can eat whatever the hell I want now, which is great. Um, <laughs> but I did all that going through um, building the business at the same time and nurturing that community. So it kind of all came to this natural crescendo of like, hey, this is where I wanted to get to. And I thought, you know, it's time to enjoy that you know and take i haven't stopped mm. working since i was 15 <laughs> so the only i stopped working twice it's interesting i stopped working twice and um you know one of them was to to take that time off to go on those those retreats and i did get dengue fever for about but i don't know if that if that really counts oh, and, and you know this 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 and then this time as well so it's quite interesting you know at 34 i hadn't taken or 33 i hadn't taken much time off so i thought let me do yeah. that um and i started producing art and i've you know decided I, I, I'm an artist now and all this awesome stuff that's come out of that experience. And, um, you know, I've had a few people cross my path and, you know, when you work in marketing and you can help people build your business, build people's businesses, everyone wants a PC up. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so it's been a really fun, fun six months of just, you know, having a scout around at projects that feel interesting to me with no real, like, you know, urgency or desire to throw myself mm. into something. Um, and that's, you know, John, I, I actually worked with John on, on other projects and love him. And so when him, he connected us, I checked out your site and I was like, oh, this is super cool because it really, really resonates with my journey. You know, like I, yeah. I understand the journey navigating through um, compulsions and, and, and dependencies and, and escapes and all of the things that, you know, on the surface, a lot of society really normalizes and can feel really difficult to um 
navigate your way through when you don't have a lot of people around you that think the same way. <laughs> it gets real hard. Yeah, yeah exactly. One of the reasons exactly. I moved to Bali because I was like, oh, the people in my community don't resonate with me. So, so when I saw what you were up to, it was it was definitely a, a hell yeah for me to work with you. It was just we just sort of, as you say, we kind of chatted and chatted and then sort of found the right way. And it's just the perfect time in my life that I, I really was excited at the opportunity to bring everything that I've learned about the retreat space. Um, you know, not just from a, a communication perspective, but really the thing that that I'm, you know, that we're that we're doing together here is designing that that powerful experience, right? That that thing yeah, that's going to exactly. be an, an end to end experience that people can kind of walk away from. That's amazing, and for me, it's super fun to be back in that role because I spent, you know, it's where I really started, and kind of it's 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 been, you know, COVID obviously was difficult for holding in person experiences, so a lot of stuff went online. So it's been really awesome to be back in that space and just workshopping something that is just shaping up to be friggin' awesome. <laughs> super, super exciting. Super exciting. Yeah, super exciting. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna come on to the retreats, you know, um just thank God you're here, you know, because it, and, and you could see we were flailing around, you know, we recently launched Complete Control, our eight week online program for high performers. And, you know, it was nervous when we launched it. We didn't know how it was going to go. I put a lot into it, you know, everything we've learned over the last eight years and, and designed this program. And then by week three, people were going, this is life changing. And it was like, oh, oh my God, right. We've really got something. We're now on our third group of people going through that program. And this is the next logical step. It was like, okay, well, retreat in person design is the right thing, but I've never run a retreat. So hands up, you know, thank God we've got the expert here. Um, who's, who really understands them, been through them, designed them, help other people. Um, because we need that help. And that's the thing. You know, if we're going to get into something, right, in One Year No Beer, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it properly. You know, it's not going to be a half-hassed experience. We're going to go all in. We're going to get the best people on the job. And we're going to design something which is going to be hugely impactful that people can come away from. And everyone says that was a life-changing experience. Like, all of our energy is in on, you know, all in on that, on that experience. But one thing I was going to say, and it's just a tiny side note, talking to everyone listening out there and what you said there, Ella, about you know, the, the, the project of one year, no beer resonated with you. And I think mm -hmm. some, I think about this often, but really, you know, alcohol is the most pervasive, ready available drug in society. And so it makes sense that the vast majority of us are using it to numb and, and to hide and mask over these things. And what we've actually created is not something about not drinking. Of course, it's about not drinking. Right. But the reality is this is a conduit to enable you to transform your life. Did you know that we offer loads more support? Yes, I'm talking about time with coaches, Zooms, meeting other people, locking eye to eye, meeting awesome OIMBers who are on the same inspiring journey as you. All of those things are available in AFM. We created AFM as a close, small community that is really there to help people master changing the relationship with alcohol. So if you're looking for a little bit more support, you want to meet more OYMBers, or you just want to take your alcohol-free journey to the next level, then check out oneyearnobeer.com forward slash AFM. And if you put in the discount code PODCAST10, capital letters, podcast 10 will get you 10% discount of joining AFM. When you take a break from alcohol, 
you're actually given the tools that you need. You're given more energy. You're given more clarity. Suddenly you can hear those emotions again. You can feel what's right for you and what's wrong. And some of that is really difficult to deal with. And so in this journey, many, many, many people, they, some of them go and find something else to pack it down with. I'm going to binge on sugar. I'm going to go and watch lots more porn or Netflix, or I'm going to bury myself in my work. And that's not actually doing the work. That's not actually getting the transformation that this moment in time of changing a relationship with alcohol is giving you the tools to do. And so this is like the, the call out, right? Whether for you it's going coaching or therapy or um, coming on complete control or coming to our retreat, do the work, do the work. I just please, please, please do the work because you're giving yourself a window to make massive change in your life when you when you take a break from alcohol. So mm -hmm. um, I know Ella's going to resonate well with that because we are two individuals yeah. who re relentlessly do the do, do the work. Is it is doing the do work? The work an do the work. Do the work. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. it's true. I'm so on board, Rory. I'm in the same boat. Because yeah. the thing is, and I've learned this, and I'm sure you have, like. It's kind of like one of those, you know, those games where you like hit the mole and you bang it down and it pops yes. out one other side. Like yeah. it's the, it's the yeah. same. Like if you, you're going to yeah. have to, like, it's going to hurt you. <laughs> like if you don't do the work, it comes out like life can kick you in the ass if you don't, you know, get on top of the things that they, it will drive you if you don't drive it type thing. And I think that um, it's a, usually for most people, it's only a matter of time. And I, I think it's a beautiful thing that's happening in the society now. You know, we're, we're more talking about our problems more. We're, we're, we're talking yeah. about things before they get to that place, you know, because most people make changes when they hit a wall. And it's yeah. usually they've blown things up and, you know, things are real bad before they make the changes that they need to. And I think a lot of that is because, you know, we, we normalize, uh, like you mentioned about overworking, right? Like the stress and the, I don't have time to, I don't have time to yeah. go to the gym, yeah. eat healthy, make time to meditate, you know, spend time with my family, like whatever it is, it's always a really good excuse. And I think there's so many things in the, this culture that definitely perpetuate that. But ultimately, if you don't do it at some point, it's only going to get worse and worse and worse. And we'll come out in, uh, choose your in pain. other ways. It's, yeah, it's choose your pain. Well you can either yeah. choose to go into that pain and release it, let go, move on, move on to the next level. You'll find more pain there. You will. You'll go deeper, yeah. but you'll release again and shift your life in good ways. Or you can yeah. keep avoiding it and it just comes out like toxic tar in your life. And I know. Hands it does. Up, I've been there. Yeah, um, same, so. same, definitely. Mm -hmm. I think um, with, so, them, um, with, with, yeah. with me, I'll just, I'll just say like, I think like, yeah. uh, that was definitely what I experienced with the eating disorder side of things. I was a compulsive overeater for so long and the the food had really become the last normal thing, you know, like mm. people, if you drink a lot, you know, like people can kind of pull you up on it. And I definitely have pulled myself up on it. And I was like, you know, no, no, that, but the food was definitely something I did in private on my own that no one really knew yeah. about. And yeah. you do feel sick, but you don't get a hangover from food in the same way. Like I wasn't, you know, binging in the way that I know some people are. Um, but it was definitely that I, I, I had this feeling of like, oh, I just can't feel the feels. I'm terrified of feeling the mm. feels like I don't want to feel that. And with the right guidance yeah. and the right space and support, I realized that that pain wasn't actually the most painful thing. It was the fear no. of what that pain was going to do. But exactly. when I opened the space and it was lovingly <laughs> held, I felt yeah. it. It was a couple of waves of, you know, violent crying yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. So once the tap had 
you know, turned into a nice steady trickle after that. <laughs> but, exactly. you know, it, 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 takes, it takes a lot of courage to, to make that first jump. And, you know, when you and I have been talking about the retreat and designing those experiences and kind of opening those, those safe spaces to, to spend time in those places, um, you know, it is all about that. It's just kind of one little step at a time. And I think, you know, people like you and I, and I'm sure quite a few people listening as well, when you start doing the work, <laughs> you kind of start to notice a pattern and a process, right? And it's a muscle that you build over time. And I'm sure there's so it, many it totally people is. that have done your one year no beer challenge or some of the other you know experiences and and are starting to see as you said the knock-on effects and it's like you can compound yeah. on that right like if you're in a good yeah. role like double down on those on those good things it's like why well, i have the courage and the strength to go after this this next thing that totally. i kind of want to totally. want to conquer the work is never done <laughs> it's not ne- <laughs> it's an ongoing <laughs> mission um it is so I, I had uh, one of the participants on the c- retreat uh, message me yesterday, in fact, and she was like, oh, so what's going to happen in the evenings and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ah, if this is some kind of sneaky way to find out what's going on, I've already told you, right, you're busy, okay, from 4 p.m. on the 26th till 11 a.m. on the 30th. That's it. Yeah. That's all you're yeah. getting to know. No. So um, I don't want to divulge too much because ultimately this is an experience of transformation. But let's try and elaborate on that a bit more, that this is a journey that we're going to take a small group of people through over over a few days. Um, what could they expect? What could they see transform? What is it we're trying to achieve? And yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to help answer it because I'm obviously <laughs> in there too. Yeah. Yeah. And look, I think that's the beautiful way to describe it. You know, a journey where each on our hero's journey. And I think it's been a beautiful way for me to look at my life. I, I talk about my life in chapters very often. And I think it's a nice way to, to look at it because sometimes, you know, change and transformation isn't linear, you know, and it can be. I like to think of it as a bit of a spiral and usually change and transformation is positive um, and it will spiral up. But sometimes the spiral faces the sun and sometimes it faces the, you know, away from the sun and there's a bit of a shadow, but ultimately we're moving kind of up and sometimes it goes like this and that's also fine. <laughs> that's also okay. <laughs> but with, with the, with the retreat, you know, what I've, what I've really found to be the, um, the, the most powerful and, and, and most powerful and also most comfortable, like there's different levels of comfort, but maybe maybe what I mean is like the nicest, most gentle way is to really design an experience that, that takes that cycle into mind. So that's what we've done with, with this experience. We've got a kind of a five-day window and it's really about creating a space for opening and grounding and safety. And, you know, one of the most, the coolest things about retreats is the other people. It's <laughs> so great. Like, you make friends, you get to have these joint experiences. I think we've lost so much of this tribe um, in you society, know, primal instinct that we have in society. And yeah, it's cool. Like we get together on Zoom, but nothing is a substitute for that in-person human connection. And, you know, sitting around a dinner table talking is, you know, really healing for the soul. <laughs> it can really be really beautiful. Um, and so, you know, connection is a really big part of the way that we've designed this. But yeah, it's, it's really from start to finish. It's, it's a journey. It's a little hero heroine's journey in itself you know there's there's kind yeah. of going to be that initial um kind of awareness right of like leaving the ordinary world because that is what you do when you go on retreat you know and some of our participants might be brave enough to leave their phone off for the whole week if they want to or a couple of days i know that, that'll freak some people out even listening to that <laughs> oh, no, i'm not doing that not mine. My first retreat, I was like, <laughs> i'm not leaving my phone off 
now when I go to experiences, I'm like, where's the phone box? <laughs> I want to put it in the, I don't want to, you know, it's, it's a powerful thing. But, but, but that's, that's really what, um, you know, what it's going to be doing. It's leaving that ordinary world behind. And, and we've designed experiences and, and kind of processes to go through that really, really gently, but very intentionally open up different parts of yourself that maybe currently don't get space um, in your in your day to day life. So we do that through, um, you know, the, the, the body. Um, so there'll there'll be really simple ways to learn to connect with yourself through, you know, the breath, through mindfulness, um, through some really fun stuff as well. You know, I think sometimes personal growth can feel a bit serious and like all a bit difficult, but like really it can be fun and it can be gentle and it can it can be easy. And the beautiful thing about about designing these types of experiences, Rui, that I love so much is like really all you need to do is create amazing containers because this is what I love about, like yeah. you said, I said in my, you know, the, the, you, in my little intro there, like, you know, the, 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 the process of human transformation is really the process of self-discovery. Like everybody has yeah. all of their own answers and their own magic inside them. Right. And so all, all facilitation and, and kind of container creation needs to be is, is, is building a space for all of that to feel safe, to come online. Um, you know, and everyone will resonate that with that when I'm talking, right? Like everybody listening to this will know there's those parts of themselves that they don't express, you know, that they don't get to connect with, that they don't get to feel. And we fucking want to. It's like our, you know, it's like our dream <laughs> and destiny to just be that person. Um, you yeah. know, and you can, it takes time to, to go through all the motions to bring all of that person online. But that's what we've done over those five days is really just created uh, activities that are immersive, um, you know, space and time that you can do that work with yourself, but also as a group. Um, and, and that takes you through, you know, experiencing that through the mind, but also through the body, through your senses as well. Some things that will be stimulating and different to what you're used to, you know, interrupting patterns is so important for helping to rewire, you know, your brain in, in positive direction. And, and we really want to exactly. provide a, a, a balance of, you know, education. So helping you to understand what's happening to you in these processes so that you can really you know, for me that that helps. And it's one of the reasons I love doing what I do. It's like, I need to understand why. And I think a lot of the people that, you know, will work, will resonate with, with one, you know, beer and this, the, you know, a lot of the professionals and business people, you know, this, this is a high functioning brain that needs to be satisfied. So we want to make sure that, that that happens and you understand why. And then also, you know, get to really let go and, and enjoy these experiences. And um, one of the coolest things I think about um, these experiences is just the level of stress and how much it drops so quickly and I think one of the best kept secrets to like being happier is just removing stress <laughs> I think Completely. inherently we are quite happy people but we make things really difficult for ourselves and everyone's like chasing chasing but I think one of the quickest ways you can be happier is just by being less stressed and when you come away on these types of experiences and you know even though we've got an awesome itinerary that's full of stuff there's, there's downtime there's time for relaxation to really sit and process to have a chat with that cool person that you yeah. met by the pool or you know go and have these types of experiences so i'm being really mindful of not like giving away all the fun exactly stuff, but, you know because there's, there's so much cool stuff in there of like there are activities right that are planned throughout the day we've got experts coming in to to teach you various things and i think something that you know I, we really want to do is make sure that you're, you don't just have like this awesome five days and then like go back to, to reality. And then it's like, oh, that was a cool holiday. Um, it's really about we want to teach you stuff in a fun way that is experiential that you can take home with you as well. So because everyone always comes back with that post retreat glow. 
it's like a thing. I see it all the time. And then I coined this phrase, I assume, I haven't heard anyone else here, like called retreat whiplash. And it can happen mm, when yeah, facilitation's yeah. not done well enough that people aren't given the opportunity to integrate when they come home. And it, it can happen, um, you know, you come back and you're like, I've drunk the Kool-Aid, everybody needs personal transformation. And you're like that person when you come home. Um, exactly. and, and so what we've been mindful of in this experience is really giving you an opportunity to understand, okay, how can I feel like this at home? Because that's the, what one year no beer is really trying to do, right? It's like, its mission is to really help you have the tools to be able to like feel empowered in your own decision making of like, what am I going to do today? That's going to make me feel like a better human. <laughs> and this experience is like a, Hey, if we could design, you know, all bets are off with the distractions, just focus on yourself, but then actually being able to leave with tools that you can, uh, that you can bring home uh, as well. And hopefully some amazing new friends, you know, that you'll it see again. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And, um, you know, this was very much the same with the designing from for Complete Control, the, the online program, um, was after researching the science of behaviour change. Um, and they were looking at interventions and trying to understand what makes a more impactful intervention. Um, and ultimately, if you go through with a group of like-minded people, and the more similar or more commonality you feel with a group, the more likely you are for the intervention to stick. And the second sure. thing is, if you go through the intervention at the same pace or at the same time, you're more likely to have a more powerful transformation. And so, you know, one year no beer has always existed that you can just sign up to a challenge at any time and go through it. Uh, that in, in actuality, we're doing a bit of a disservice there in terms of the likelihood of that intervention sticking. And one of the reasons why the next logical step was we've got to get retreats because we've got to get them in person. We've got to get them to shift in a really big way. We've got to keep create, creating these massive transformations for people. Um, so yeah, I mean, and the thing is, I know, I mean, I know, you know what you're doing and what was great for me was I had these ideas and you were like, oh yeah, that's good. And oh, that's really strong. And so, um, I'm just sort of self-validating myself here. You didn't have to say this for me. Pat on the back, Rui. Well done. I need lots of well done, affirmations. Rui. It's my love language. Yeah. Me well too. done. Well me done. Too. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Well, well done, Ella. You're great. Thanks, Rui. Go um, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo. Team Ella. Uh, we could just keep affirming each other and uh, and that would be it. The box is ticked. The bucket's full. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm very, very excited to have the um, to, to do this retreat journey. So you're coming out here. You're going to be with us soon in Mallorca um, in, in yeah. helping piece all this together. And um, yeah, well, what can we say if you're if you're um, thinking about. Um, a retreat. I think more importantly, if you're thinking about having um, now is the time to create some change in your life. Uh, I'm thinking about one of the people coming on the program, um, and um, he's a, a brilliant chap in the finance industry. Um, and he's like, I need to go and make a major. I need a shift. I need to. I need to make some big changes. Um, and I totally know that place really well. Like when you feel like you're in it, you feel like you're in the quagmire. And it's so hard to make small iterative changes. You know, you download a course or something like that and you're like, oh, still in the quagmire trying to go. And so hang on a minute. I just need to get away, separate, make some big changes, some, you know, some mindset shifts for myself and go back with a renewed energy. That is what we are designing here. We're going to create, you know, I want people to come through this and say this was life changing. I want people to find something during this 
five days and what we'll be hunting for is like a massive release or aha like oh, wow I just never realized that about myself or I didn't realize that pattern I was running or oh my god I'm just going to stop doing that because that doesn't resonate with me that is what we're trying to build here so um, yeah if you're thinking about um, uh, those kind of things come and join us on the retreat uh, mm. you will be get to hang out with me and Ella and the lovely Jen Fairbairns and um Gary is also cool coming and too. a few of the other team. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah, I'm, more information. I, yeah. Um, super secret squirrel. <laughs> um, no, just, just to, to, um, to add to that as well. I think, you know, having worked in the retreat space for so long, like, and, and I used to get this feedback from my experiences that I used to run as well. People would kind of kick and scream, especially when I used to run regular experiences. Oh, I don't want to come today. Or like, oh, I've got things on. And I would never, ever push anybody to, to do it. But I, you know, lovingly remind them of something, whatever it was. Or just be like, you'll, you know what, you know, you know what's best. <laughs> you know what's best is usually a good line. And every single one of them would always say to me, I'm so glad I came. <laughs> exactly. exactly. No Always. one is ever going to say, oh, no I wish I... No one that was yeah, a terrible exactly. idea. I wish I hadn't come. Like the, no. <laughs> and a lot of the time, a lot of the time when things feel like you can come up with like five practical reasons why you shouldn't, like sometimes you really should. Like, I, you know, I've had that from people before in like the lead up to things of like, oh, I can't because of this reason. And usually if there's more than one or two like reasons on there, I'm like, <laughs> I do it yeah. with myself too. If I can come up with five five reasons on the spot that I shouldn't do something, I probably should do it because it's like I'm give, I'm backing myself out of it. But my my point being, exactly. sometimes it can feel a bit overwhelming to take that first step to um to to make a change. But it's 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 never going to be a bad idea, right? To take that time out for yourself. And you know, I think do to it. your point, Rory, if you're struggling to to make the changes on a day to day basis, like there is really is something to be said for those immersive experiences for leaving reality for Completely. behind for a minute to just just take uh, take that time to focus on yourself like how much do you give to other people yeah. on a daily basis and how much do you you know put off giving that <laughs> totally. time for, your, for yourself and this is going to be a combination of yeah it's going to be like a lot of you know personal growth and an opportunity for that but we have also we want to make sure you have fun too this is a this is going to be memories you know and, and good good times uh, and things that that will that will really get all the good chemicals flowing and have you feeling because you, you know you know what it's like when you feel like anything's possible everything is possible right like that's the space we want to get into so that you can go back to your life and go yeah this is how I do this and this gets sorted here. Actually, I'm going to say no to all those things and, you know, make you kind of get you in that space of feeling really empowered. So it's it, what Amazing. I love just to circle exactly. back to exactly what we said right at the beginning of this call. It's like, um, you know, that's the place. That's that's the place you want to get to is that feeling of being back in the driver's seat of your life, not just of like do knuckles, like white knuckling everything, but like really like from a relaxed place of confidence of like, I've got this. That's what yeah. we are designing and believe is on the other side of this retreat for you. So if you want a bit of that. <laughs> and often it's a lens. Um, you put on a lens of, uh, and whether that Perfectly is now I've said. got cl more clarity on, on my values or I've, I realize that I'm massively people pleasing and that I can stop doing that and I'm going to go home and it's just, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm doing this for me because I know that when I show up strongly in my world, they'll all show up strongly. And in fact, yeah. nine times out of 10, I'm enabling all of those whinging 
excuse my French fuckers in my life. Um, <laughs> because, because, yeah, because I'm a people pleaser and I'm, you know, as an yeah. example. And when you get that yeah. lens from which to look at everything, you just like chop. No, thanks. I don't want that anymore. Um, yeah. And look, can I last, last thing I just want yeah. to say, because yes, I please. think this is super cool. It's like, it's not just, it's your lens. And then hearing about other people's, I think is so, is such an underrated way to process stuff you know we and to, to your point about people going through their experiences and how much more impactful they are when it's done together you know how cool would it be to sit down and have a chat with some other people that are in similar circumstances that are going totally. through the same stuff and hear about how their their problems are showing up it's so good to know you're not alone that other things are difficult for other people and then kind of going well this is how i'm going to be approaching this and you know you'll build a community with these people and watch how they go back into their everyday life and start solving things as well and it is yeah. so inspiring to stay on to stay on that track as well hopefully friends for life that's what we're trying to yeah try, you know, and, and an outcome of that is like wow i've met some some of my people here Okay. Amazing. Ella, so excited to do this dance with you, this, um, this retreat thing. Nobody better for us to find, um, to come and do it with us. Really excited to put this nervous, but excited to put on this first retreat. We're going all in on it. Um, if you're thinking about joining us on the retreat, then, uh, shoot an email to info at oneyearnobeer.com and ask about the retreat information. Hit me up on Facebook Messenger, Ruri Fairbairns. Um, shoot me a direct message, um, about the retreat and we can get you all the details. It is the 26th to the 30th of October. It's in Mallorca. Um, oh, and uh, we'll be looking forward to welcoming you here for some massive transformation. Ella, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. You, Hopefully really? this is the first of many together. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the One Year No Beer podcast, where our mission is to share and tell the stories of the everyday heroes who are taking the steps to make a meaningful impact by changing their relationship with alcohol. If you want to join our community and find out more about the variety of benefits that you can enjoy by becoming part of our 80,000 plus members within our alcohol-free movement, then click the link in the show notes below. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel-Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.